Praise the Lord, y'all. It's time to get started. It's time to get started. Come on, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Simple song says, Praise the Lord with me. Praise the Lord with me. Come on, help me sing it, y'all. Praise the Lord with me. Come on and praise the Lord with me. Say it again. Praise the Lord. Come on and praise the Lord. Say it again, praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. One more time, praise the Lord. Say it again, y'all. The Lord. One more time, praise the Lord. Bless those that are in the hospitals, Lord, and 
just bless those that are in the prison or in the byways that don't know you in the party that's seeing that they might come to the marvelous light and realize that you are the true and only Savior. Lord, right now we pray these things in your Son, Jesus Christ's name and for his sake. Amen. Anybody know that our lives are in God's hands? Come on, we're going to sing that this morning. Come on, you don't have to worry. Don't you be afraid. And don't you be afraid. Joy comes in the morning. Oh, troubles, they don't last always. Well, there's a friend who will wipe your tears away. And if your heart is broken, Oh, just lift your hands and say, Oh, I know, I know that I, I know that I can say, No matter what comes, my life is in. With Jesus, I can take it. I know I can stand No matter what comes Yeah My life Go back to the first verse You don't have to worry You don't have to worry And don't you be afraid Joy comes in the morning Troubles don't last always. But there's a friend who will wipe your tears away. And if your heart is broken, I got good news. Just lift your hands and say. <laughs>
going to pray together this morning. I don't know if you're as serious about prayer as I am, but I believe that God answers real, sincere prayers of the saints. Those who believe in him, he will answer your prayer. Let us pray together. Oh, God, we were standing here this morning. We believe in you this morning. We know that we can't solve all these problems. We know that trials and tribulations are going to come. But you told us that we need to be able to endure to the end. And we are just asking you this morning to let us stand on your word. Let us stand in the gap for our families. Let us stand on the belief that you are controlling this world. You are controlling this country. God, we know that you are able. We don't doubt you, Lord. And we just want to glorify you this morning. We want to say hallelujah. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. God, we just want to say hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, and this congregation comes together this morning believing that you're going to empower us with the word. We thank you for the pastor. Thank you for what he's going to already say to us. But Lord, give us the understanding that we can't sit down on your word, that we got to share it with a dying world, that the wages of sin is death, and the gift of God is eternal life. We're going to say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. One more time. I know that I can make it. I know that I can stand. Come on, say it from your heart. I know that I can make it. Oh, I know I can stand. is in his hand, then you're on solid ground. Amen. God bless you. We're just happy to see everybody here this morning. Just happy to be able to just come to the Lord's house to praise his holy name. If there's any other purpose, then we need to just get up and leave right now. Amen. This time, we're going to ask that you please join us in our responsive reading followed by the hymn for the morning. You will see it on the screen, and we're going to ask that we all read together. Strong. May we read, he gives us the victory through our Lord. Isn't that wonderful? Let's say it like we really, really mean it. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And our congregation for the morning is, can't do any better as far as the meaning is concerned, and that is victory in Jesus. Let's sing together.
frame. Oh, oh. you but I feel a little better already victory there is victory in Jesus in fact that's about as far as you can go all the rest you're going to be on your own but if you know that there's victory in Jesus you know that you are you're all right amen amen at this time we're going to just pause for a few announcements and we're going to ask first of all that you don't forget to pray for all of our sick and shut-in members here at Cade Chapel. There, there are many, and there are going to be many more, so we ask that you just go ahead and pray for them. Also ask that you to please pray for our own Brother Gross. Uh, Brother Gross was in the hospital this past, this past week, and I don't see him back there, so we ask you to please pray for him that he may recuperate quickly and get back on his duty. Amen. And that's not the whole purpose, but just pray for him. We also ask that you pray for our own sister, Elisa Mack. Uh, she was in the hospital and asked for the prayers of the church. We'd like to say congratulations. Well, I'll get that in just a moment. Pray for the Ewan family and that a family member, again, was lost. We also ask that you please pray for Mrs. White and the family members. They travel to out of state for a funeral, and we ask you to please pray for them. And we ask you to please pray for all of our sick and shut-in sick and shut-in members, regardless of where they are. Amen. This time, excuse me, we're going to pause for some additional announcements from the media. Media, you on? Good morning, K Chapel. The Jackson District Women's Auxiliary Council will meet on today, August the twelfth, at two thirty p.m. at the Fair Street Baptist Church. All women are invited to participate, and please note that scholarship recipients will be named during this meeting. The K-Chapel Youth Council is searching for an adult male youth leader. All K-Chapel men are encouraged to contact Youth Director Brother Ken Brown to learn more about this opportunity. The K-Chapel Girl Scouts will have registration on August the 17th from 6 to 7.15 in the community room at the Medical Mall. Food and fun for all! You may also register online at gsgms.org. Girls ages 5 to 17 are invited to attend. Kate Chapel, let me apologize for the confusion caused last week during the announcements with regards to our fall revival. It is correct that we will not host our fall revival in August. That's because it has been postponed to October. So join us here at Cade on October the 16th through the 18th for our fall revival each night beginning at 715 we hope to see you there, and please be sure to check your bulletins and the bulletin boards for additional announcements and upcoming community events, and to share your ministry news with the K-Chapel family. Just send an email to kchapelannouncements at yahoo.com, or you can go to the Submit Info tab on the K-Chapel app, but be sure to get your announcements in by noon on Tuesday of each week. I have a note here that simply says that 
Mr. Luther Butler, but Buckley, most of you know he was principal over, over at one of the schools here for many years, but his daughter, Barbara, was killed Thursday in a car accident in Meridian. We ask you to please pray for that family. Amen. I believe these are announcements now. We're going to just pause for a moment and recognize our visitors for the moment and just let you know that we're just so happy that you chose to worship with us. Listen, if you're not yet a member of this congregation, we're going to ask you to please stand. Let us thank you for coming back. All visitors, please stand up. Stand up, visitors. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Remain standing. Remain standing. We want you to know on behalf of our senior pastor, Reverend Reginald Buck, our pastor, Mr. Reverend Horst Buckler, all the members of the pulpit and the entire K Chapel family, just so happy that you chose to worship with us today. We know that you could have gone in place. You made our hearts glad by your presence. If you're just coming, please come anytime and schedule out. But if by chance you're looking for a church home before you leave here today, we're going to try to convince you you just found home. And while you're standing, we're going to give you something again that you're going to get here at K Chapel. This is our fellowship here. Won't you reach out and welcome your neighbor? Welcome to K Chapel.
you know, this is a special season of the year, and I understand that we have uh, Ms. Adrian Wooten here this morning. Ms. Wooten, where are you? Come on down. that you get three minutes <laughs> <laughs> good morning k chapel morning. oh we can do a little bit better than that good morning, good morning. i want to first thank pastor buckley for allowing me just a few minutes out of today's service to speak with you all and before i go any further you know how sometimes you get wrapped up into what you're saying to folk and you forget to introduce those that are so important to you so Kay Chapel, please allow me to introduce my husband, Mr. Dwayne Wooten. Now, Kay Chapel, some 12 years ago, I came before you and stood and asked for your support in seeking the position of state representative. My name is Adrian Wooten, for those of you who do not know me. And currently, I am state representative for District 71, that is South Jackson and some parts of Byram. But here on this morning, I come before you with a different request. You know, oftentimes we have to believe that the plans that God has for us are to prosper us and not to harm us. We know that's what the Bible says, and I'm believing that I'm walking in God's purpose for me as I come to you this morning and ask you for the same support that you gave me some 12 years ago as I seek the position of Hines County Circuit Court Judge, Subdistrict 1. Now, many of you were not able to provide your support 12 years ago because I was limited just to South Jackson. But on today, I'm here to tell you, oh my goodness, I'm all over Jackson in this race. It's South Jackson, it's West Jackson, it's Bellhaven, and it's Northeast Jackson. So for those of you all who could not provide your support to me back then, well, my goodness, you can certainly provide your support now, if that's what you would like to do. And of course, I'm going to ask you at the end of this speech to just do that. One minute left. Well, let me sum this up real fast for you then. I didn't know he was timing me. <laughs> Some of you all don't understand what circuit court judges do, and I'm going to talk real fast just like he did up here at this podium. Circuit court judges hear two types of laws. They hear civil litigation and criminal defense. I've been doing civil litigation for the past 19 years. I've sued people and I've represented people that have been sued. I'm an assistant public defender for the past 15, 16 years in Holmes County, and I am currently representing a number of people in their criminal cases. They can come hire me outside of Holmes County. And then for the past 11 years, I've actually been making the laws that I practice in the courts. There's no one in my race with my qualifications. And even though my name is at the bottom of the ballot, I am at the very top for being the most qualified. So if you couldn't put a name with the face and you said, I want to elect the most qualified person for Hines County Circuit Court Judge Subdistrict 1, then I'm almost positive you'll be casting your ballot for Adrian Wooten. My goodness, I'm so glad I got that in. So when you all come out on November 6th, please cast your ballot for Adrian Wooten. Thank you so much. No comment. <laughs> At this time, and, I, and I'm sure the pastor will have some words to say, but I, I, we had a retreat 
among our deaconess and deacons this past weekend, and I know they had a wonderful time, and we just thank God for them. Let's give them a big round of applause for all that they, all that they did. Amen. This time now, we're going to pause for a time in our service where we all can participate. And just remember, if you don't remember anything else, that you can't be God-given. Amen. The more you give, the more he gives to you. So we ask now that you please prepare to give as we have been so blessed. We'll have some words from the pulpit, after which the deacons and the choir and the deaconess will give us all a chance to give as we have been so blessed. And he looked up and saw the rich men casting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw a certain widow casting in thither two mites. And he said, of a truth I say unto you, that this poor widow has cast in more than they all. For all these have of their abundance cast in unto the offerings of God. But she of her penury has cast in all the living that she had. May the Lord add his blessings to the readers, the hearers, and the doers of his holy word. That's just quiet.
God is. Our everything. God is our yesterdays. God is our today. God is our tomorrow. And Lord, we thank you for what you have done for us. We thank you for what you're doing for us. And Lord, we thank you for what you're going to do for us. And Lord, we thank you for the gifts that we receive. And Father, we pray that they be multiplied. And then Lord, let them be used from which they were given. These precious prayers we do pray. One time in the name of the Father. One time in the name of the Son. And one time in the name of the Holy Ghost. Now let us say amen. And amen. This time now we're going to ask that this choir, if they would come do one final number in preparation for the message for the morning. We ask that you pray for them and just encourage them and they will sing for you. Amen. Come on me, of course.
sing it. No wish the old church would help me say shine on me shine acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, you are my redeemer, you are my strength, and we need strength right now. Speak, O God, to our hearts, transform our minds, fix what's broken inside and about us and we will give you the glory the honor and the praise for we count it as done even now in Jesus name amen and amen I want to invite your attention to two passages of scripture the first found in the book of Romans Romans chapter 7 and the second found in the book of James, James chapter number one, Romans number seven, and James chapter number one. 
In Romans chapter 7, verse 18, you will find these words, For I know that in me, that is, in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. How to perform that which is good, I find not. Then in the book of James, James chapter 1, beginning with verse 19, there are these words recorded. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. The wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and he goeth his way, and straightforth, straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk from the subject this morning, how to fortify your faith. How to fortify your faith. If you will allow me to introduce this morning a new series of messages that I'm entitling the the how-tos of faith, the how-tos of faith. And in this series, my hope is to help unpack in some tangible way how you go about as a Christian developing your faith, developing faith, how to grow in your faith, how to live and walk by faith, how to have so great a faith. I'm talking about the kind of faith that allows you to face the uncertainties of life with the blessed assurance of God's word, the kind of faith that allows you to walk through life's furnaces, confident that the Lord will meet you in the flame, the kind of faith that will help you to stand when you feel like falling, Smile when you feel like crying. Dance when you feel like mourning. And hope when you feel like giving up. I'm talking about the kind of faith that will allow you to rejoice when you don't see things changing in your condition. Hope that will allow you to pray when you don't see things making a difference. Or to give when you think you can't afford to. Or to love when you don't even like the person I'm talking about. To forgive when you don't want to, to believe even when there are no figs on the trees, no grapes on the vines, no cattle in the stalls. Talking about this kind of faith. I want to help over the course of the next few weeks, six perhaps, to put some of the nuts and bolts on faith development. Because I believe that the problem with most of us, most Christians, 
is what Paul indicates in Romans 7 and 18 when he says, for to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. Paul, in other words, is saying it's, it's not that I don't want to do the right thing. It's that I don't know how. It's not that I don't want to live by faith, but, but how to live by faith is what I need some help with. It's not that I don't want to love my enemies, but how to love somebody I don't like, I need help with that. It's not that I don't want to be a cheerful giver, but how do I feel good about giving when I don't know how I'm going to make it the rest of the month? That's what I need some help with. It's not that I don't want to pray with power, but how do I pray according to God's will and how to know that when I'm finished praying that heaven has gotten the news? That's what I need some help with. How to perform that which I know to do and want to do. Paul says, help me with that. So I want to share with you some of the hows, how-tos of faith and faith development. We'll be talking this morning, or rather we'll be talking throughout this series about various subjects, how to pray with power, how to give with gladness, how to forgive when you can't forget it, how to love who you don't like, how to hear God's voice. But today I want to focus in on how to fortify your faith, <clears throat> how to grow, build up and mature your faith. I know you have faith. You know you have faith. And you're confident that you have grown in your faith when you look back over your life. Some of your testimony has been, and I've heard it, Reverend, I don't do the things I used to do. Thank God that you aren't that person anymore. But after 10 years, your testimony ought to change. Amen, somebody. If you're still talking about the things you used to do 10 years ago, amen. You look, look, look like your testimony ought to be about what you didn't do two weeks ago. Y'all ain't going to talk to me in here. I want to encourage you today that the progress you've made is not all that there is to make on your faith journey. The steps that you've taken, the battles that you've won, the challenges that you've overcome, while significant, are not all that there is and all that God intends for you to do in your walk of faith. And for many of you, for many of us, it's time for us to move on. It's time to move forward. It's time to reach a new level of faith and faithfulness. It's time for you to conquer some new giants. It's time for you to have victory in some new areas. It's time for you to defeat some new enemies and scale some new mountains and realize some new victories in your life. If I could, I would share with someone it's been too long since your last victory 
It's been too long since your last win. It's been too long since you've overcome something significant in your life. And I want to help you to do that by discovering this morning how to fortify your faith. The book of James certainly lends itself to this kind of preaching and teaching as this book is written in a very practical way. The apostle offers straightforward instructions about what it means to be a Christian, how our faith is to be lived out and what it looks like when we are being authentically Christian. James keeps before us that if we are Christians, and there are certain ways that we ought to act. If we are Christians, there are certain characteristics that we are to possess and demonstrate. And to do less than this is to have a counterfeit or in James's language, to have a dead faith. <clears throat> For it is James who declares faith without works is dead. In other words, James is saying if you are a Christian, there ought to be some visible proof and some clear-cut signs that authenticate your profession. If you're a Christian. It is James who says, if a man among you seems to be religious, and don't know how to keep his tongue. That's the Buckley translation. He says, this man's religion is in vain. It is the same James who says, if a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you come to him and say, depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding that you give them things that are needful for the body, he asks the question, what does that profit? It's the same James who, asks, who says that it is the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man that avails much. The overarching idea in this book then is that as a Christian, it is not enough that you have faith. But you've got to demonstrate faith. You've got to illustrate.